Coffee Break German, Season 2, Episode 10. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Wie geht's dir, Andrea? Mir geht es fantastisch. Und dir, Marc? Ja, mir geht's ausgezeichnet heute. Und äh, warum? Also, das ist Lektion Nummer 10. Yeah, lesson 10, yeah? Yeah, and we, I feel that we've reached a certain point. This is the end of the first unit of Coffee Break German Season 2. Exactly, and we've already managed a quarter of our course. A quarter of this course, indeed. And I think one of the things that really pleases me is the fact that when I'm thinking about how to say something in German now, my mind is much more attuned to using the correct grammar and thinking about the correct cases and and all the things that we've looked at so far. And also, we've covered quite a few verbs, many of which I've had the opportunity to use when I've been speaking German from time to time. So, ich bin sehr froh. Excellent. Now, coming up in this lesson, it's the end of the unit, and therefore it's time to review what we've learned. Bist du bereit? Ja, also los geht's! Taking us back to the first lesson of Coffee Break German Season 2, we were talking about nationality. Genau. And I want to put this to the test now. Okay. Uh, because we want to review how to introduce ourselves and obviously nationalities come into this. So, Mark, möchtest du dich vorstellen? Uh, vorstellen is to present, to introduce, yeah. yeah. So, ja, ich möchte mich vorstellen. Sehr gut. Also, ich heiße Mark. Ich bin Schotte. Ja. Uh, meine Frau ist Schotten mhm. und ich wohne in Schottland. Sehr gut, super. Äh, welche Sprache sprichst du? Also, ich spreche Englisch. Ist das deine Muttersprache? Ja, Englisch ist meine Muttersprache. Gut, und welche anderen Sprachen sprichst du? Also, ich spreche auch Französisch, Spanisch, mhm. Italienisch. Und dann ein bisschen Deutsch. Sehr gut, ja. Super. Und, und vielleicht an anderen Sprachen. Auch. Andere Sprachen auch. Andere Sprachen auch. Sehr gut. Okay. So we saw that nationalities and languages don't use the same word. Exactly. So, uh, for example, uh, ich spreche Französisch, but if you were... French, if your nationality were French, what would you say? Ich bin... Ich bin Franzose. Franzose Sehr gut. Ja. ja, Franzose. And if your wife were, if your wife were uh, French? Franzosen. Französin, Französin, ja, mit Umlaut. Okay. Sehr gut, super. I have a few more sentences for you to translate with okay. nationalities. Let's go for it. And of course, we'll leave some space for our listeners to repeat, to, mm -hmm. well, to, to work out what the sentences mean. Okay. So, Sylvia is German. Sylvia ist Deutsche? Ja, sehr gut. Sylvia ist Deutsche. Super. Teresa is Italian. Teresa ist Italienerin? Super. Dougal is Irish. Would that be Dougal ist 
Ihre. Ihre, ja, Ihre. genau, sehr gut. Okay. Und Frank is American. Frank ist Amerikaner. Super, sehr gut gemacht, toll. Okay, now moving on, the second thing that we looked at was how to order things in a restaurant. And of course, our focus here was using the correct case. Yes. Quickly, let's look at how, what phrases do we use when we order in a restaurant? We could say, ich möchte. Genau. Oder ich möchte gern. Ja, sehr gut. Ich hätte gern. Super. And then the, the longer one, can you bring me something, please? Ja. Könnten Sie mir etwas bringen. Yeah, genau. And if you don't want to use the mir and you want to make it easier, könnte ich <laughs> haben. Okay. Could I have? Ich. So, könnte is the ich form. Yeah. Ich könnte. Du könntest. Yeah, genau. And then the the sie form, the, the, the polite yeah. form, sie könnten. Genau. Okay, so könnten sie or könnte ich uh, einen Kaffee haben. Genau, super, sehr gut. So, and with these uh, phrases, what do we what what is the difficult thing about it? You remember that? Because all of these things would be asking for an object, we'd be we, we are the subject and we are asking for an object. Can I have a coffee? Mm -hmm. Then the coffee is the object, therefore we have to use the accusative case. Exactly. So, could you tell me what the accusative case looks like when we use der, die, das and these or the definite article? Okay, the definite articles uh, in, in the masculine nominative would be der, which changes to den Sehr gut, in the accusative. Super. Um, in the feminine, it just stays as die. Exactly. The neuter, it stays as das. Mm -hmm. And in the plural, it stays as die. Very good. Well done. So, in the accusative, we really just need to look out for the masculine, the masculine. singular. Okay. So, I would like you to translate something for me now. Okay. The sentence is, I would like to have the roast. Okay, so we're looking at a menu, you're looking at the different options, mm -hmm. and you're saying, I would like to have the roast. Mm -hmm. With potatoes? Of course, always. Okay. Okay, could I say, ich möchte den braten? Sehr gut. Mit Kartoffeln. Sehr gut. And mm. <laughs> not Kartoffeln. Nein, Kartoffeln. Kartoffeln, genau. So let's quickly look at the feminine noun. Okay. I would like to have the soup. Okay, I'm going to change the format here. Uh, rather than saying ich möchte, I'm going to use ich hätte gern. Mm -hmm. Ich hätte gern die Suppe. Super, sehr gut gemacht. So I think we can move on now to the indefinite articles. Okay. And in the nominative, they are ein, eine, ein. And obviously for plural, we don't have one. Mm -hmm. Do you know the indefinite articles in the accusative? Again, I think only the the masculine one changes, yeah? Exactly. So that would become, rather than ein, it would become einen. Mm -hmm. As in einen Kaffee. Genau, sehr gut, super. So uh, I have a little sentence for you to translate. Okay. Oh? Could you bring me a coffee? Okay, I think this would be then, könnten Sie mir einen Kaffee bringen? Sehr gut, super. And uh, with a feminine word, I would like to have a hot chocolate.
Okay, again, I don't think anything changes in the feminine. Nein. So we would say, ich hätte gern eine heiße Schokolade. Genau, sehr gut, super. Okay, that seems straightforward enough for ordering things. We're using that accusative case and just ordering the words themselves. But we also looked at putting adjectives in there, whether it's eine heiße Schokolade or indeed talking about hotel rooms. Yes, exactly. And you've already done a very nice sentence there. Ich hätte gern eine heiße Schokolade. So we see the heiße is before the noun and there the adjective changes slightly according to case and gender. Okay. Okay, I think we should now have a look at these adjectival endings. Mm -hmm. And let's start with the nominative because it's easier. Absolutely. And let's start with the indefinite articles. So, for example, if we talk about a beautiful table, can you say that this is a beautiful table? So this is the nominative. Mm -hmm. And therefore we're looking for the, the is dertisch, yes. the masculine word. Mm -hmm. um, so could I say das ist ein schöner Tisch? Sehr gut, super, well done. Exactly, we use the ending of the definite article yep. in our... Uh, adjective adjectival ending. endings yep. with the indefinite article. Okay, just to confuse yeah? us all, but yes, yeah, of it's course. Fine. <laughs> so, ein schöner Tisch. Uh, what about a beautiful lamp? I think we can use that same sort of rule. Yes. So, um, lamp is feminine. Okay. It's die Lampe. Die Lampe. Okay. In that case, I think it should be die, uh, sorry, eine schöne Lampe. Super, sehr gut. Das ist eine schöne Lampe. So let's move on to neuter. For example, bed. Das bed. Yeah, das bed. And we have a beautiful bed. So this is a beautiful bed. Das ist ein schönes Bett. Super, sehr gut. We're taking that from the das part. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And what about uh, plural? Uh, let me think of something in the plural that we have in a hotel room. What about um, curtains? I'm not sure what curtains are. So it's one curtain is der Vorhang, but normally we don't only have one. We have die Vorhänge. Die Vorhänge. Okay, mm -hmm. again, a Nummelauten there, I'm guessing. Yes. So in that case, we were talking, we talk about schöne Vorhänge. Genau, das sind schöne Vorhänge. Das Super. Das sind schöne Vorhänge. Well done. Now let's look at the adjectival endings when we have a definite article. So... For example, this is the beautiful table. Okay, so if this is the beautiful table as opposed to the ugly one. Yes. This time, I think we would say, das ist der schöne Tisch. Exactly. It's very simple with the definite article, because whether it's der, die or das, it's always with an E ending. So der schöne Tisch. What about the beautiful lamp? Die schöne Lampe. Exactly. And the beautiful bed. Das schöne Bett. Yes. And it changes with the plural. It's not an E ending. It's an EN ending. So if we have beautiful curtains. Die schönen Vorhänge. Ja, genau. Sehr gut. Toll. It's all very well talking in the nominative, but I think the chances are, if we're looking for a hotel room, if we're looking for a beautiful room, I would like a beautiful room and so on, then we also need to know these with the accusative. Exactly. But fear not, it is again in the accusative, only the masculine singular that changes. Ausgezeichnet. So if we look at the indefinite article 
and uh, you would like to have a beautiful table, okay. what would you say? I think what happens there is the ein schöner Tisch of the nominative becomes einen schönen Tisch. Exactly. So, ich möchte einen schönen Tisch. Ich möchte einen schönen Tisch. Mm -hmm. And what about a, a beautiful lamp, if you would like to have that? Nothing changes there. Nothing changes. Exactly. Ich möchte eine schöne Lampe. Exactly. And a beautiful bed. Ich möchte ein schönes Bett. And beautiful curtains. Ich möchte schöne Vorhänge. Sehr gut, super. I'm very demanding with this hotel room. I know, I know. <laughs> and now you're getting even more demanding because you want to have one specific beautiful table. So we look at the definite article. What happens there? I want the beautiful table. Exactly. Ich möchte den schönen Tisch. Super. And what happens with the beautiful lamp? I do think that changes. Doesn't change. Die schöne Lampe. Ich möchte die schöne Lampe. Uh -huh. Ich möchte das, schönes, uh, das, ja, das schöne Bett, because yes. it's the definite. Yep. Yes. And the beautiful curtains. Ich möchte die schönen Vorhänge. Exactly. Right. Okay. It is tricky stuff. It's very tricky stuff. Um, just before we finish this off, can you give me one way to practice the whole thing? Yes. So uh, I would like you to ask for... A big hotel room, a good view, and a tasty breakfast. Demanding Mark once more. Here it goes. So, a big hotel room, a good view, and a tasty breakfast. Ich möchte ein großes Zimmer, eine gute Aussicht und ein leckeres Frühstück. Super, sehr das gut. Das Frühstück, ja? Ja, genau. Okay. Well done. Now, we have got lots more to review, but we are going to take a short break now and we'll be back with more review of Coffee Break German Season 2, Lessons 1 to 9 in just a moment. Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, welcome back to this review episode. We're looking back over Coffee Break German Season 2, Lessons 1 to 9, with the 10th lesson of our course. And we have already looked at nationality and also those wonderful cases, the cases themselves, the adjective endings with the cases and the, the articles too. So what is next in this review, Andrea? Yes, we want to look at how uh, we can say when or where we are doing something. And okay. for this, we're using adverbs. Okay. 
So I can make a little example. Yep. Uh, ich schwimme gern. Can you tell me which one is the adverb in there? Gern. Genau. Okay, so, so I swim happily. Yes. Or ich schwimme oft. I swim often. Exactly. And your your often becomes the, the adverb. I think one of the tricky things for learners, particularly those of us who were never really taught English grammar, and I think when we think of adverbs, we always think they need to end in L-Y. Happily, ah, but not in so. German. This is where German is really much simpler. Our adverbs are like our adjectives. They okay. don't really change. They, there are a few exceptions, but normally they don't change. Okay, so ich schwimme gern. I swim happily or I like swimming. Ich schwimme oft. Mm -hmm. You said I swim regularly or often. Mm -hmm. Genau, super. Okay, now one of the things that we spoke about was what happens when we've got separable verbs or even two verbs, like in the, the perfect tense that we were, we were learning. Can you remind us about this? Yes, we have what we call the verb clamor. Ah, of so course. The, these two parts of a verb or two verbs, they um, are like brackets. And inside the brackets, we find these adverbs. So the, the arms of the verb go around and hug the rest of the, the material exactly in the middle. <laughs> That's exactly it. Let's so have some examples. I can give you some examples. So we have uh, Klavier spielen. Mm -hmm. yeah? uh, Mark spielt oft Klavier. So Mark often plays the piano. Genau. And Klavier spielen is separating. So it becomes Mark spielt oft. That's the bit in the mm -hmm. middle. Mm -hmm. And Klavier is coming around at the other end. Genau. Or another example with a nice separable verb, aufstehen. Andrea steht täglich früh auf. Okay, so there we've got aufstehen. It separates the first part as the stehen part. Mm -hmm. So Andrea steht. And then the auf comes to the end. In the mm -hmm. middle, you said täglich früh yes. auf. So Andrea gets up early daily, yes. every day. Yes, exactly. That's not true, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but let's move on to the next sentence. And I have uh, thought of something in the, in the perfect, okay. where we have an auxiliary and a participle 2. Sabine hat gestern ein Auto gekauft. Okay, so there, what's happening, I think, is the fact that Sabina has has yesterday a car gebot. Genau, sehr gut, super. <laughs> Sabina bought a car yesterday. So Sabina had ein Auto gekauft. And when did she buy it? Gestern. Exactly. Sabina had gestern ein Auto gekauft. Super, sehr gut. Okay. So, Mark, do you want to translate some more sentences? Yeah, why not? Of course, we'll leave some space for our listeners yes. to do this translating too. So, from English into German. Bitte schön. Thomas always gets up early and showers at seven o'clock. I think this would be Thomas... Steht immer früh auf und duscht und ja und duscht um sieben Uhr. Super, sehr gut. He has breakfast at 7.30 and leaves the house 15 minutes later. 
Okay, I'm not so sure about this part because I'm trying to work out the word order. Would it be erfrühstückt um halb acht und verlasst das Haus 15 Minuten später? Yes, or er verlässt 15 Minuten später das, das Haus. Okay, so is what I said wrong? No, it's not wrong, but uh, the verb clamor is really bulletproof. Okay. So you're always right with that. With the verb clamor. And with the other things, it's really a bit of a hit and miss. I, I did say for last, and it should be for last. For last. For last. Yes. Okay, so there's an umlaut in there. So er frühstückt um halb acht und verlässt 15 Minuten später das Haus. Sehr gut, super. And das Haus there is uh, the accusative, but it doesn't change. Genau, okay. sehr gut. He works every day from 9 to 5 and sometimes plays tennis with his friend Philip. Okay, again, this is a little bit more tricky. Uh, arbeitet... Um, Täglich von neun bis fünf und sometimes, can you say ab und so? Yes, but careful, the verb comes first. Okay, verb, of verb course, Klammer. verb clamor, yeah. Uh, und spielt ab und so mit sei, oh, hang on, this must be a dative because it's mit, mit seinem Freund Philip Tennis. Genau, sehr gut. We will be covering more about the dative later yes. in the yes. in, in Coffee Break German, so don't worry too much about that dative. I just remember that the dative must be M ending yes. there for a definite, yes. uh, for a, a masculine noun, yeah? Exactly. Okay, so let's just go through this one again. He works every day from 9 to 5. Uh, arbeitet, could we say jeden Tag? Yeah. Ja. Uh, arbeitet jeden Tag von 9 bis 5 und uh, I said ab und zu. Is there another word for sometimes? Manchmal. Manchmal, of course, yeah. Und manchmal. Careful verb, Klammer. Und spielt, uh, und spielt manchmal mit seinem Freund Philipp Tennis. Exactly, well done. So you can see in German, we don't know until the end what they play, whether they play the piano or chess or golf or anything, um, because... That last word comes at the at end. At the end. So always a little bit of suspense. I know. Okay. Excellent. Right. Now, the next thing that we did, we actually mentioned a little bit about it there with Sabina hat gestern ein Auto gekauft. We were talking about the perfect tense to talk about the past. Exactly. So, Mark, do you know how the perfect tense is put together? We need an auxiliary verb. Mm -hmm. What which, could that be? Well, there only are two options, I believe. Mm -hmm. Haben, to genau. have, and sein, to be. Mm -hmm. And what else do we need? We need the, what you call the Partizip 2. Yes. The past participle. Yes. And you're going to ask me how that's formed? Yes. How do you form the regular <laughs> The regular zwei? ones, I think we take uh, the, well, we go to the, the infinitive. We take mm -hmm. off the en. Exactly. We put a t on the end. Yes. And put a g in the front. G, yeah, g, g e. So, kaufen, we take en off. We have kauf. And then we put ge in front, so gekauft. Gekauft. Yes. Okay. What happens if I have arbeiten? 
and and uh, we take the en away and i have arbeit and then, then is this gearbeitet no i think we had a t uh, an et in there exactly it just sounds better yep well done so um when do i use the uh, auxiliary haben and when do i use the auxiliary sein well, you explained that haben works with most verbs. Exactly. But when there is a change of place or state, yes, we use sein. Exactly. So, for example, with verbs like fahren, gehen, so where we are first somewhere and then later we are somewhere else. Yep. But also verbs like einschlafen, to fall, to asleep, fall asleep, because first we're awake and later we are asleep. So there's a change of state. Exactly. Shall we practice this? Yes, I have two sentences for you, Mark. Okay. Um, I have bought or I bought a loaf of bread. A loaf of bread? Is that just ein, ein, Brot. ein Brot? Okay. Yeah. So I bought or I have bought a loaf of bread. So I think bought from buy is regular. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take kaufen. Mm -hmm. And we will make that gekauft. Mm -hmm. Ich habe ein Brot gekauft. Sehr gut, super. So my next sentence is maybe a bit more difficult. I have flown or I flew to Berlin. So there we've got a, a change of place. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I think we need a sein verb. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we are looking at fliegen yes. to fly, which it's I think irregular, is irregular. Yep. Yes. And I think what we learned was that would become geflogen. Genau, sehr gut. Ich bin nach Berlin geflogen. Super. Okay. Now, we have looked at some irregular verbs, but I don't think we've got time to go through them just now. No, I, I, there are so many. Yeah. Uh, it's really best to look them up individually. Yeah. And you can always go back and have a listen to lesson six and seven if you want to, to review some of the irregular verbs that we covered, including those lovely separable verbs, which we have to think about in the perfect tense. They're a little more tricky. Exactly. Okay. So the last thing that we are going to look at is what we've been covering more recently, and that is the two uh, words for because. One yes. is den mm -hmm. and the other is weil. Do you know, Mark, um, what the difference is in structure between den and weil? I think the main difference is the fact that with den, we we don't need to change that word order. We don't need to put our verb to the end because we're looking at a main clause. Exactly. I can make a quick example. Okay. Es ist kalt, denn es ist winter. So that would mean it's cold for it is winter. Exactly. Okay. So it's cold because it's winter. So, and what happens if I wanted to do this sentence with weil? Well, there you need to swap things around because the weil triggers a subordinate clause. Mm -hmm. So you would say, es ist kalt, weil es winter ist. Exactly. You can see that the verb in the subordinate clause is at the end yeah. of the sentence. And the one thing I always forget with these ones, as I've been reviewing this, I always forget to write the comma. But we always need a comma to separate the two clauses. Yes, both with den and with weil. We need a, a comma after es ist kalt. Comma. Then es ist winter. Oder es ist kalt, comma. Weil es winter ist. Very good. I'm very impressed, Mark. Oh, thank you. What is comma in German? 
comma. Oh, okay, that's but okay. With a K. With a K, okay. Yes. Right, uh, perhaps a couple of translations just before we finish. Yes. Uh, first sentence. Hans cleans his house as his girlfriend is coming today. Again, we'll leave some time to think about this. Okay, I'm going to give this a go. Um, to clean, is that putzen? Genau. Okay. Hans putzt sein Haus. Mhm. Denn seine Freund, Freundin. Freundin kommt heute. Genau, sehr gut. Hans putzt sein Haus, denn seine Freundin kommt heute. Okay. The next sentence I would like you to translate with weil. Okay. Tanya has a shower because she is going out with friends tonight. You can say Tanya showers. Okay. And can can we use ausgehen for goes out? Genau. Okay. Also, uh, Tanya duscht, weil sie... Geht heute Abend mit Freunde aus. That would be your den structure. Ausgehen is at the end. Of course, and, yes. and it doesn't separate because no. it's after a while, exactly. because it's in a subordinate clause. Okay, so Tanja duscht, weil sie heute Abend mit Freunde ausgeht. Yes, mit Freunden. Mit Freunden. Yes, but that's something we might want to discuss another time. Okay, yeah? the mit is, is meaning yes, dative. Yes. Okay, so Tanja duscht, weil sie heute Abend mit Freunden ausgeht. Super, sehr gut, toll I'm, gemacht. I was going to say aufsteht, but that's something different. <laughs> okay, well that is a very thorough review of everything that we've covered in lessons 1 to 10. And we hope that you found that useful. Now, if you would like to practice some more of these phrases, some more of the language that we've covered in Lessons 1 to 10, you can do so with our bonus listening episode, because in there we've got some translations which are combining lots of different aspects of the material that we've covered so far. Those translations and that bonus audio is part of our premium version of Coffee Break German, which also includes lesson notes and videos. And you can find out more about that at coffeebreakgermanplus.com. We're already a quarter of the way through this course and we'd like to ask you a favour. We would love to know if you're enjoying the course and finding it useful. So please take two minutes and write a review of Coffee Break German on iTunes. This way more learners will be able to discover the podcast. Okay, and of course, we are also on Facebook, we are on Twitter and we are on Instagram. So do have a look there and help you uh, keep up your German learning with these little bits every day, little espresso shots of the language here on Coffee Break German. We hope that you've enjoyed it. We're going to be taking a little break between lessons 10 and 11, but we'll be back in a few weeks' time with the next lesson in this series. And so, for now, I'd like to say vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen. Bis bald.
You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.